Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Hello. Hi, you've reached the front desk of the Somewhat Girls LGBTQ community. My name is T. Kyle. How may I help you today? <laughs> Hello? I... <clears throat> Sir, are you there? Uh, I'd like to see if you have a room available. We do have a room, but um, we actually don't have a gym at this location, so... You may have some difficulty finding a personality here. Would you like me to find... Enjoy your stay. Thank you. Wow, I'm a stand-up comedian now. Who knew? You were planning that for I wrote days. That four days ago. <laughs> I knew. I was sitting here, I was like, mm, uh, uh. basically that Alyssa Edwards meme... I mean, wow. What a moment. You really nailed that. <laughs> Thank you. That was actually For those who aren't sure what we're talking about, we're definitely going to be diving into that on this episode. Yes, we will get there. Hello, everyone. My name is T. Kyle. And I'm Bradley. And welcome back to another episode of... Legends Only. Your weekly pop culture podcast brought to you live from the LGBTQ community. And legends only. <laughs> oh, wow. What a way to kick it off. Yeah, we're going to get there in a second. Um, yep. But before we get started, we would like to give a shout out to all of our Patreon legends only fans on patreon.com slash legends only. Thank you so much for your support. And uh, for just $2 a month, you too can listen to us talk about our something more personal moments of the week. We just started doing a um, bonus episode every single week for everyone on Patreon. So if you want to hear about all of our summer moments, and I think this week we're going to be discussing um, my embarrassing Mama Moo story. You're going to want to hear that. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'll just say it. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Um, great. T.K. will also be hearing about it for the first time ever. I know. Literally the <laughs> first time ever. I met your mom. So embarrassing. Oh, all right. Let's jump into this week with everyone's favorite seg. Well, no, not everyone's favorite segment. Um, A segment. <laughs> I was going to say the other one's better. <laughs> well, in my, for me. Um, well, certainly the intro. Yes. The segment that, um, you know, we're just going to kick it off with uh, the one bitch. <laughs> the real bitch. Yeah. Brittany. <laughs> So our world is going through such hard times right now. Coronavirus. And we're all staying in. Coronavirus. And we're all staying in. I burnt my gym down. So. Coronavirus. And we're all staying in. One thing led to another and I burned it down. Stream and or purchase Glory so that we can get it on the Billboard Hot 200. So much to talk about that this arguably is going to be an episode of It's Britney, Bitch. I literally, honestly, could be. I feel like so much has happened in the past seven days. It really has. It just kept going. 
Yeah. Um, I really thought, you know, <laughs> it just kept going. It started, of course, with the pictures of Brittany and boyfriend Sam at the beach, which I thought was just going to be the thing that we talked about for the week. I was like, oh, okay, that's fun that we have to talk about that. Who knew that we'd get a million other things to come? But to kick it off, we get Brittany and Sam, a very cute series of photos of them responsibly wearing their masks at the beach. Yeah, I thought this post was so cute. I did too. It felt like very authentic, cute couple. And also she looked cute. Great eyes. Fire in the eyes. Passion. Um, See, there you go. Perk of wearing a mask. Everyone's eyes yeah, look exactly. stunning. And also, as Sam commented in one of his clapbacks, because somebody was like, you don't have to do that if nobody's there. He was like, yeah, but it's nice to set an example to other people. And it's like, thank you. That is really sweet and thoughtful and She's true. She's got a point. <laughs> Celebrities should wear masks on their Instagram when they go out, even if there's nobody around, just to like show that they're doing it too. They're not above it. Amen. So that was cute and responsible. But then what came next? Then we got... Another workout video, an IGTV. We, did. we got an IGTV that was five minutes long. Oh, this was a journey. It was a whole journey. Um, and it kicked off with her very nonchalantly once again mentioning the gym that she was in, which she's burnt down and still not fixed. Hi, guys. I'm in my gym today. And yes, it is the gym that I burnt down. It's still not fixed yet, but I'm getting there. Anyhow, I'm going to show you guys what I do to work out. <laughs> like, I just love that she threw in that detail. She didn't have to because no one is seeing this burnt down gym, no. which I want her to post a photo of it. I know. And it also makes me think at this point that she does find it hilarious. And I mean, to point that out is like you're aware of the headlines you made for that and you did it again. Right. She has to know. Oh, for sure. Yes. So she goes through a series of workouts and at some point she says... She talks about posture and confidence. And I actually felt like that was a very good, genuine. genuine moment from her to talk about, you know, ways to appear more confident and to, you know. That was <laughs> my favorite part of it was when she was talking about the posture part. And she's like, I saw this girl on Instagram. Yeah. <laughs> and she was talking about how if you have really bad posture, this is what you can do. And then what did she say? It was like, you know, thank you to whoever that was. Yeah, she um, was like, I that person so i was able to check out this really cool girl on instagram today and she's basically helping people who walk with bad posture and lean over um a sign of that is usually not having a lot of confidence and you would think because i'm a dancer i would walk with my shoulders up but i don't so thank you whoever you are anyways these are the key things that she said to help you think better and to hold yourself up higher yeah <laughs> she's like thank you so much to whoever that was um and then she just starts doing like these back bends and i'm like I need to do these because I have such bad posture working from home. Yeah, this was actually a pretty helpful one. You can follow along. Yeah. There's a lot of um a lot of graphic uh butt moves. Buttocks. Um, yeah, but then you take it and you do a L shaped and you bring your legs forward to bring your um buttocks a little closer forward and it's doing the muscles in a different way and your buttocks so you can have buns of steel. <sighs> And then at the very, very end, we get her checking her phone and saying, you know, just so you know, I recorded this on June 21st, Father's Day, and here's proof. And now, so here's my theory about that, because all the fans, first of all, there's the questioning of it's the material new or does she post old videos and they question it in the comments. But I think personally, because every one of her clapbacks on Instagram is always about her appearance and like... Um, paparazzi pictures and what she looks like. I think she's trying to be like, this is what I look like right now, proving it. Here's the date, just so you know. I think maybe that's part of it. She's like, this is this is me now. I don't know. Yeah. Because, because I agree. undoubtedly, it is a very weird detail that she's been obsessing about lately, that she's like, these are when the pictures were taken. This is when my video is taken. And I know that like people question when her stuff is posted and whether it's her and all of that. So I wonder if she's just very self-conscious about that now and she wants to prove that it's she her is. stuff. And she also wants to be like, this is, you know, this is me doing it. All right. So here's my thoughts on this yeah. um, specific thing. It fucking infuriates me that so many fans constantly drilled that theory because now she's so self-conscious about it all the mm -hmm. time. And now she's constantly self-conscious about herself. And I'm like, 
it's all I feel like she sees now because people are so negative in the comments and people are so rude. And it, it just pisses me off because that came from fans. That didn't come from headlines. The headlines came after the fans started it. So it pisses me off that that bullshit happened. I don't care mm-hmm. if people are whatever they want to say about me for saying whatever. Yeah, It makes me mad. And I will also say too that I've seen so much on TikTok in the past week of people, like there was someone, I'm not even going to pull it off my phone because I don't even want to give them a shout out. They did like the full raccoon eyes with a um Yeah, I definitely paint want to talk about that. I've seen it too. With the gap in between her teeth and they painted yeah. on this like huge Sharpie line. Since when did this become a thing now? Like why, what the fuck? Like what is going on? Well, like we talked about with the SNL impression and you know, the way that people are doing impersonations of her, I'm extremely uncomfortable of them mocking her appearance, especially because we all know that she's gone through it. And, and so to mock her appearance and her mannerisms right now feels really, really rude and like out of bounds. And it goes back to the original 2007 trauma of being like, you are picking apart this person. Now, you know, then it was more like, she's a slut, she's a whore, she deserves like upskirt photos and all that. And now it's like, you're making fun of her appearance for, to like, essentially like call her crazy, you know, like to, to mock her. Either fans are doing it or sometimes comedians, but it's like, you guys are doing it. This is not even the media. This is you. And that's gross as fuck. Like, I would say the media to a larger degree has sort of held back. And oh, there's been yeah. a lot of they articles always just report on like, okay. what the fans do. Yeah. So They're I'm like, like Britney's posting and showing her phone with her date on it because her fans don't think that it's blah blah blah. Or right. Like, I'm like oh. Now at the same but in the same breath, I will say she has always said and done quirky and funny things. Yes. Including the thing that we're about to talk about. And I don't think that it's offensive because no. I think she's always had funny mix-ups with words that have been iconic by accident. Yeah. And I don't really think that that's mocking her as much as being playful as you would like a relative who said some misspoke or something. I think there's like a line between mocking her physical appearance and being playful with like one misspoken word that turned a line into something else incredible. Right. I feel like there's... Things that we, I mean, we've talked about so many, there's so many quotes throughout the years that are right. endearing, that we love, and right. are so or just funny. just using the same line over and over in interviews, cool, funky, like um, yeah, something more personal, term of endearment. And that's like Britney-isms that have come through the fans because we have watched so many of their interviews and stuff. And that's like... Right, an that's why we love her. Insight. Yeah, versus what I think is very mean-spirited mocking of her appearance and mannerisms that are just mean. Just, But all I know is that when they come up on TikTok or Instagram, I don't, I don't like it. It makes me feel uncomfortable. It's... I just think it's interesting how so many celebrities get dragged for being too curated and face-tuned and, you know, Instagram influencers that are obviously using photographers and everything's a photo shoot and glamorous and looks perfect and they're striving for perfection. Yeah. And then you have Brittany who is literally just being herself doing and saying funny things, quirky things, not harming a fly, posting her photos of roses and flowers and <laughs> is just a sweet angel and just sharing what I feel is her genuine true self. She's working mm-hmm. out at home she feels like a fragile rose, so she posts a photo of a rose, and she gets made fun of for that. It's like you can't win on the internet. No, and unfortunately, Britney's content, she can't win in any way because people question whether it's her doing it, whether it's timely, and they question... Who cares now, if it's when- timely? Why do people care if it's timely? How many... Hello? It all ties back to the accusations that, you know, it's, you know, her management and all of that and, like, that she's not allowed to do it. And then one of the things is is the double-edged sword of her not posting because once she just, she does that, then people get suspicious and then there's all this fear around if she's okay again. And now it's kind of like this unrelenting, like, cycle of she has to be present to look to be there but also if she goes silent then people are like where is she or maybe she just logged out 
All I will say is I have always said it. The truth always comes out. My hesitance is always going to be because we still don't know the full story. And if it is dark, then it's like we will look like clowns. Well, welcome to the circus. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) All eyes on me. Uh, Yeah. Anyway, I can't relive it because it'll bring back painful memories. But it just like Brittany said herself, don't always believe everything that you read. She did say that. She did. And you know what I say to that? What? She's got a point. (laughs) And I think we should leave it at that. I think we should. But we can't leave it at that with her because we have something very exciting to talk about, which is her pride message. (laughs) Yes. To all of her gay fans, um, which I never thought that there would be anything more iconic than the way that she talked about her gay fans in 2013, which... Uh, yeah. Go listen to that episode of Britney Podcast if you haven't already, because there are numerous gay pride, gay fan moments. Yeah. This year, we got some new music for Pride, for her gay fans, and an iconic new quote. We did. Well, first up, we should discuss Mood Ring by Demand. Pride Mood Ring by Demand, the remix is the re-up. Yes. So everything has sort of been a domino effect. The fans got glory up the charts, therefore we got a new cover. The cover made headlines... Therefore, we got Mood Ring on streaming. Streaming, well, they didn't stream, but they bought it on iTunes, and it went up the physical or whatever digital sales chart, which led to (laughs) the remixes being commissioned. So at this rate, (laughs) if we get the remixes up there, then we'll get, who knows, another bonus song. But it seems very reactive. It feels like every time the fans do something, they're like, well, here's something you haven't heard or seen that we have probably should have put out from the beginning. (laughs) Yeah, I just can't get over how many parentheses there are on this remix EP. There are many. So the Pride remix is actually Bimbo Jones, which has... A legend. Yeah, they've done like more Britney remixes in the past and have been around forever. And uh, that remix gets a new intro, which is actually old. Uh, It's from, I guess, the original sessions where she said, well, why don't we just play it? Britney's relationship to the word bitch has really just gone the distance from it's Britney bitch to you are now now rocking with Will I Am and Britney bitch to you better work um, beep you better work beep to there's only one bitch the real one it's Britney it's a journey it's a journey it's growth it's a movement of course there were some fans did not feel that that was her voice I think it's pretty undeniable that the whispered voice at least is her I did the the like Britney was maybe questionable, but I that's just splitting hairs at this point. I don't know. And I, I mean, don't, sometimes like, she's British. Sometimes she's British. And at the end of the day, I Britney's entire career is a question mark to me and a mythology that I'm just like, everything's in question. Like I just the fans question everything that I'm just like, okay, I don't know anymore. I don't know anything anymore. Like I that was called into question by some people. I think it's real, but what the fuck do I know? And I mean, we stand Britney Jean, and it's not her. So, like, why does it matter? <laughs> That's the other thing work. is, like, it's 2020. We are in the middle of a pandemic, a global pandemic. Why does anyone have the energy to care about, like, whether or not Britney actually whispered, Britney, we fucking I, listen to Britney Jean. It's not her. We still stand. We pretend like it is. <laughs> we love it. Well, some oh of God. it is. Some we of talked us. about that. Listen to 2013 Britney podcast. It's an iconic journey. But like, I, I just well, don't care enough to that. be like, oh, is that her? I don't think it's her. Like, I'm still going to listen to it. Yeah. And I think it was a, the bigger takeaway was that it happened and that it's iconic and that it's very exciting. But of course, it's like in the most minimal afterthought way possible mm-hmm. where they've decided four years later on a remix that they would include previously unreleased content yeah it's like doesn't make any sense does it sure doesn't and i'm not gonna sit here and say that i think that her team knows the best for her i just feel like this can't be the best i think that especially because of the situation we're in we should start seriously thinking about doing best of package 
bonus b-sides package like start hd music video package hd music like you know she's indefinite hiatus let's go ahead and assume that maybe this is retirement i don't know or at least give her the benefit of the doubt that she's just needs the years off like maybe you should start thinking about doing some i want at a least new get- singles collection but like an ultimate collection. collection and i don't even want to say what i want because someone might listen to this and steal it <laughs> I mean, I just feel you like... You give me a phone call. I'll consult. How about that? <laughs> Brittany, the ultimate speed. collection. I'll give you a whole content strategy, but not for free. <laughs> not today. <Mm-mm>. Nope. <laughs> nope. Then in that way, we've said too much, but... <laughs> right. Coming soon, the Brittany ultimate collection next week. I just... Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Honestly, if they well... were smart, they would steal my ideas. I know. Well, we've spoken several things into existence, so maybe we'll get the bonus tracks on streaming and we'll get some unreleased. I mean, every pop artist has a full album's worth of unreleased music. She could do the same. It's there. Yeah. You know, keep the thirsty at bay. I don't know. I just want all the music videos in HD. Yeah, that's important. I want Womanizer and I want Stronger and I want Circus. And what else do I want that is not in HD on YouTube? Um, There's so many. There is. And Ooh la la. Like, Ooh la la, most importantly. There are artists like Kylie Minogue who treasure their legacy and really honor it with re-releases and new content and stuff. And I just feel like Britney is at a level where it should be honored in such a better way. Like, Although, you know, we did get that 2000, what did we get? Oops, like vinyl moment. But it could be better. So much better. Ay. So much better. I mean, if they're going to cash in, they might as well, like, do a really fucking bang-up job. Well, you know, you're on the payroll. Why don't you talk to them? (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) No, I can't. Yeah, exactly. Because of my weekly check from Team Brittany. So I think there are so much better ways to do it than, uh, say, the Brittany Zone. I love that the Britney Zone got promo in like a coronavirus um, New York <laughs> Times article. I mean, I'm not, ro- I didn't, I'm not rooting it for, for it to fail, but it's also like, it's just sad. I, mm, I don't know what they were thinking. Anyway, we need the Oprah sit down interview. I think that's all. Well, until we get that next random single, shall we discuss the most iconic quote that she may have ever said? Oh, yes. Right. So Brittany posted a video this week. I mean, we don't even need to talk about it. Like everyone has seen it. Um, We shared it. We posted it. She shared a pride message. And this is what she said. To all my friends at the LGBTQ community, happy pride month. You guys bring so much heart, passion, and articulate everything you do. Because of you, I've had the best nights of my life. I love you so much it hurts. Happy pride month. Baby, be quiet! Now, this made me laugh so hard. I immediately tweeted and I said the way that she said at the LGBTQ community, like we are in a retirement home. And then everyone was responding, we basically are. It's called gay Twitter. And I was like, facts. Yeah, like a majority of the fan community is like in their 30s and balding. So like. (laughs) So points were made. Is she wrong? (laughs) No, she's not. Exactly. So she greets us all at the LGBTQ community. That goes viral. Yeah, not just you, but like a lot of people like really found that amusing. And then she said, you guys bring so much heart, passion and articulate everything you do. <laughs> I, I'm not sure if she meant. I thought she was art- shading the fans. <laughs> it's very possible. You I guys thought that sure was are very vocal. Yes, yeah. that's how I thought she was saying it. By being it's like, I possible. see you in the comments. You guys are very articulate about what you, you guys do. Definitely let me know you're my gay fans. <laughs> yeah. Like, I really <laughs> like this feels mildly pointed <laughs> and I love it. Like, it was very means so much to me. <laughs> and then she says, Because of you, I've had the best nights of my life. I love you so much, it hurts. <laughs> And that's why I said, you know, because of you, I've had the best nights, too, because of our Britney nights and because of every time we've seen her live. You know what? Like, the feeling's mutual, Britney. It is. Yeah. Like, we give each other the best nights of our lives. I want to know what she was specifically thinking, though, because you know that she has had, like, nights out in New York. 
And she has the photos of her at Marquee. I think she was specifically referencing In the Zone and Out All Night. Right? And going to Splash. Oh my God, I wish we were. Oh. I know. I want to go to the bar and shake my ass in the zone and out all night. Anyone that got to go to Splash that was there for that. Oh, I can't even imagine how fucking legendary that must have been. Because I've been, have you ever been to Splash before it shut down? Oh, yeah. I went a million times. I went for every pop star that went for to debut something. Performed on the same stage as Kim Zolciak and Melissa Gorga. I mean, it's too much only. It's really something. But yeah, I think that's what she was referring to. And then she gets rudely interrupted by her boyfriend who's like yelling, go LGBT. Right. Like it's some cheer chant. Right. And he was really articulate. Give me an L. Give me a G. (laughs) Give me a B. (laughs) Give me a V is for vanity. Every time you look at me. Listen to that episode too. We just, (laughs) no, sorry. That was bad. (laughs) Oh my god! Yeah, she um, gets interrupted, and she's like, "Baby," he so said gay rights. He did say gay rights. Yeah, I thought that was a very sweet, effective message. She really said what she had to say. She articulated what she had to articulate. And from now on out, we will always refer to the LGBTQ community as a place, as a place <laughs> where we live and congregate. Yeah. <laughs> Throw that in the mix with somewhat girls. LGBT in the mix. Oh, uh, yes. That's yes. Mm-hmm. The next EP. As long as people understand that it comes from the goodness and sweetness of her heart, mm-hmm. I, you know, these are some interesting times where I would never want her sweetly intentioned words to be considered disrespectful. So oh, I think never, at least not to me. Yeah. Right. When she called us adorable. Right. Somewhat gross. Yeah. I think maybe that one didn't age as well, but I think that the intention was there. You know, I just hope people understand that, especially given her circumstances. So I think they do. I think they do too. It's legendary. I mean, this one really is like burning her gym down at the LGBTQ community. She's had so many iconic quotes this year. She really has. Give it up for her. Isn't she amazing? She really is. Making headlines left and right. Yeah, speaking of places, I'm wondering if we should go next to uh, Chromatica. Oh, I've been in Chromatica. You have for been. Weeks You've now. been living in Chromatica for a while. You know, I've really been getting into 911 this past week. Uh huh. I was like, you oh, new fave. Popping a few. Mm hmm. Yeah. That well, became a meme. Chromatica 2 into 911. Lady Gaga is now globally trending with a Chromatica 2 into 911 meme if you haven't seen it you're not online it's everywhere you can't really like express it on a podcast no you can't it's a visual moment to be honest shout out to the uh chromatica into can't get you out of my head kylie which i feel kicked it off it did so and then also um is the one who frank did chromatica 2 into be good to me by ashley tisdale Oh. Which was so good. Amazing. And then it turned into doing reality TV show moments. Right. So I did um, Jade Jolie calling uh, or telling Alyssa Edwards that she has back rolls. Oh, there you go. Really did a nice little throwback there. Yeah. So everyone was doing that. And at the same time, everyone was receiving their signed Chromatica albums, which also went viral for a different reason. Because... If you've not yet seen the little mosaics of the signed albums, Lady Gaga chose to sign it with just the letter L, but sometimes just one line. My Literally Stephanie a swiggle. <laughs> She's got a long name. She doesn't have time. She does not. Write, she doesn't remember how Zerminata. She is just like bloop with a little silver sharpie and that is what you're getting it is the funniest thing i've ever seen though because it looks like a mistake on all of them yeah like it's just a scribble it's just a scribble it's not even a full l in most cases it's just meh yeah (laughs) so shout out to her isn't she busy can i say something here and i'm gonna throw one of my faves under the bus a little bit oh no okay but like it's fine because i thought it was iconic so um, Mariah did signed All I Want for Christmas is You single covers um, to help it go number one. 
So I bought a handful of them and um, they did arrive and I wasn't thinking of it at the time because there is a Sharpie mark on it. So I was like, I don't care what it says. I mean, it's Mariah. She, she wrote that, but it is the same thing. No, it is. It's just a scribble. <laughs> but I was like, I was screaming. That I was like, Oh my Mariah. God. Yeah. I was like, Mariah took the time to just write the letter yeah. M. Yeah. That's fine. I guess, yeah, for, like, Gaga's personality, I would expect her to write over the entire cover and, like, be like, what the fuck? Now I can't even see it. But you know what? She's busy. She has things to do. She's saving the world in a lot what? of ways. We're all at home. I, I, I don't know. I I think it's funny. It's hilarious I to want me. one. I know. Now I'm like, damn it, I should have got that. I know. Um, but if you haven't seen it, go look it up on Twitter. Just uh, signed Lady Gaga album, and you'll see her accidental signatures. I fucking love Chromatica. I don't care what she does or doesn't sign. Well, she did finally promote it because Paper Magazine held a Zoom, they do like a quarantine Zoom party, and she popped in for the Chromatica one this week. Uh, I don't know if you've seen the looks. I did. She had plenty of looks. Two looks, I think, actually. She had a mask moment. She had some frilly number. She was really tossing and turning. I want a concert. (laughs) Yeah, I it, it just made me want to see the Chromatica ball, honestly. Like, she is not made to just stand in front of a green screen. She needs no, to thrash. This in, album in... needs something. It does. So Whether that was it's on Fortnite tip. or Zoom, I don't care what. Yeah. I need it. Well, that was just, just the little littlest bit to keep the monsters at bay. And she looked good. I really liked the wig. So And the graphics. Yeah. Obsessed. Very Chromatica. Ugh, I need her to do like a performance with a thousand doves and like there could be a thousand doves, like CGI doves. And they could like lift her up, you know, like, cause that's the point of the song. The concept for the video circus is basically about, you know, a circus. Right. I just have this whole music video planned out in my brain. Okay. Well, she needs to, you need to DM her with that because you need to get paid. But I'll be like, Stephanie, it's me. <laughs> I know you're not busy. I, I see how you're starting albums. Yeah, literally. <laughs> That was uh, our broadcast from Miss Stephanie this week. Yeah, well, until the next single. Um, yeah, exactly. Well, from Zoom calls to daytime TV, shall we talk about our next legend? Yes, it's time to talk about Miss Kelly. Legend. Mm-hmm. Congratulations to Kelly for winning a daytime Emmy for entertainment talk show host. It's what I she mean, deserves. It's what she deserves. She's coming for Ellen's crown. It's happening. It's real. She's taking over daytime. She, in my opinion, is. The show is so good. The show is really good. I digital is so good. Yeah, I watch all the clips. It's so full of heart. They have really genuine human stories that they do in a very, like, not cheesy way, I feel. and No, because she loves actually... Yeah, talking to people like she genuinely loves it's talking to people, time, but it's always real. Yeah, <laughs> it's almost like um, if you have a talk show, you should enjoy talking to people. Concepts. Oh, what oh, concept? Yeah, that, and then also her celebrity interviews are fun because half the time they can talk about like music industry stuff, or they'll stand for her, and it's like it's just a fun little dynamic. And then of course, as we talk about every week, she's got her karaoke's, which are just constantly incredible even in carrie corn what did she call it right montana ranch corn Tioki. yeah that uh-huh <laughs> it works and they're getting better and better the more they're like figuring out ways that they can do it musically it's so. so smart have i said on this podcast or even said to you that if i ever won the lottery or got rich there's two things that i want one is i want christina aguilera to cover when you look me in the eyes by the jonas brothers for my wedding Yep, I um, that one. Neither uh, two things are going to happen. But um, <laughs> the other thing is that I would want Kelly Clarkson to record a custom um, cover album for me of like my favorite songs. Oh, if yes, I ever, yeah, that's what I want to do if I get rich. But like she's already done that with Kelly Oki. Right, like it's happening already. She yeah. could pretty much just put it on a record and you've got it, which is good. She, now she's going to be renewed, obviously. She'll have way more Kelly Oki's to do. This is all happening for her. And she's newly single, but yeah. clearly amicable. She shouted out her ex and her thank you, which was a bit like pearl clutching. That was like, oh, um, very, very adult. So I don't know that we're necessarily getting a very angry divorce record, but maybe. It could be something like piece by piece. Yeah. I love yeah. piece by piece. 
but uh, that was definitely an interesting detail. But um, yeah, so congratulations to Kelly, legend, icon, original, idol forever. And we'll have to see what the show, how the show looks when it returns to the studio. And she's won award closer to an EGOT. That's right. All she needs to do is like, God, I can't even, I don't, obviously I'm not much of a theater buff, but I don't even know what she would do for theater. But Well, she could bring back from Justin to Kelly and take it to Broadway. That's true. That's true. I think that's what most people. Timeless. <laughs> Honestly, it could be campy enough to work. I and Justin's on Broadway. Oh, doing what? Or what? Um, well, I mean, it's shut down now, but. Right, right. Yeah, he was doing, Um, he was on a show. I forget which one, but he was actually. Oh, well, I'll have to look it up. He, I'm literally like, I'll have to look it up. But he was, uh, this is annoying because I just seen what he was doing and it was like current. The last Broadway show that I saw, which is so embarrassing to admit, was um, the one with um, Hairspray, that, with Ashley Parker Angel and Aubrey O'Day. Oh, yeah. Also, I think I'm lying, and he was last on it in 2017. But oh. you know what? I mean, what is time anymore? Exactly. He's still been on it several times, I think. So I think he was in Wicked, too. Oh, I still haven't seen that. No, I certainly haven't either. But... Is that the one where it's like Unlimited? L- lim- I limitless, I think. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I think um... it's called limitless and then there's there's that one that's like emotional it always gives me chills where she's like everyone deserves the chance to fly i think it's defying gravity is i think because drag queens do it a lot oh yeah yeah that's it and if i'm Uh, flying so low at least i'm flying free um thank you uh i think limitless is like a j-lo anyway i'm I don't fucking know. No, don't ask me about Wicked, please. Okay. Impossible. What's that from? <laughs> Impossible. That's that's uh, Whitney and Brandy's uh, Cinderella. At least we have that. Oh. Impossible. I know that one. Love that yes. one. I also love um that iconic Broadway classic, E X P R E S S. Finally, love that one. Anyway. Anyway, speaking of legends and icons there's that's what we one do here group, that's what we do for the five millionth time the rumors are swirling that the spice girls are doing 2021 world reunion australia europe america 25th anniversary without victoria obviously cancel it happening. i i've said it before i'll say it again power <laughs> of four needs one girl more it certainly does I have a lot of friends who've seen the 2019 version or Spice whenever World. it was. Yeah, the tour. Someone sent me the it. official font. Oh, the what? Just the official font from the Spice World tour. Yeah. I used it for my power hour. Oh. Anyway, just fun fact. So <laughs> I stand that, fun. but I don't stand the fact that it was only four of them. It's hard because what do you do when you really want to do it and she just doesn't? Like, do you, you just don't do it? I don't I know. Don't know. I don't know. I feel bad for them because she definitely will not do it ever. And I see four people who want to do it. And so I can't blame them for going on tour. No. But it, it does put a dent in the legacy. It does. It's annoying. And it, especially because next year is the 20th anniversary of her solo album. I would love if she just sucked it up. Let your hand go. Let your body free. <laughs> I would love if she just sucked it it's up. It's also and... so sad because I feel like the feel way like that they... The power part of it. Yeah, well, the way that they packaged this past reunion tour from the merch to the Instagram account to all of their social medias to mm-hmm. the set, everything was so good, especially their Instagram. I'm fucking obsessed with their Instagram. It's so well yeah. done. I mean, they did everything that they should do for a Spice Girls reunion, except there. And I see too many people saying that, well, it didn't matter because she wasn't their favorite. And I'm like, excuse me, she completes this. It really has to be a full five effort to really feel like the Spice Girls. Right. It's just a fact. But I don't know. I would go because 
it's likely the last time, but who knows? Well, yeah, I mean, I'm going to go because the second that this corona is over, I'm going out everywhere all the time. Right. So there's that. But Well, we'll see what happens, but it would be nice if she can reconsider her priorities and just fucking join. They should do a virtual concert with the PlayStation to oh um, my God. 3D characters. That's She can do uh, Viva Forever. Oh, they're so cute. That's anyway. an idea. Anyway. Yep, steal it. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, we'll have to wait and see on that. But, you know, you know Victoria she's doing her fashion line. And, uh, you know, she's got her little black dress. She does. Speaking of, you know, the little black Gucci dress, I think it's time for... High fashion! <laughs> so editorial. Guys, this is awesome. This is a billboard. This is super high fashion. Oh my god, that's so high fashion. So high fashion. My first fashion, I don't even know what it's from. I believe it's a campaign that she shot with um, some indie fashion label. Uh, I'm talking, of course, about Lourdes, Queen Madonna's daughter, the heir to the throne, doing a hair flip in a like silent video for like 15 seconds and just looking stunning. She stunting is pretty. stunning. She has her mother's face to a scary degree. I mean, that's there's something so powerful about her because she could at any moment actually try. Oh, and she it would could be, be a Madonna's supermodel yeah. icon at she does any like moment. Fragrance campaigns. She's done fashion, but she's not really like... She has such a fucking cool name. She has such a cool name. She has a pretty cool mom. Oh, gosh, the power she holds in her hands to do something more. If she even steps foot in a studio, for real, it's like it's over. I actually respect her that she hasn't done anything yet. Right? Like, it's even more legendary that she literally is just like, I know I Yeah, we'll see. But I, you know, I just had to stand. She's gorgeous. And she more or less, like, stays out of trouble, stays out of the scene. Like, she's all, all out and about in New York on the party scene. But, like, it's not, she's just cool. She's not, like... A mess or anything like it reminds me of what madonna said in for the record about britney oh a little bit like i've always thought about her daughter and i'm like she could be an icon in like the blink of an eye if she wanted and remember when madonna was talking about how you know when she was younger in new york she could be out there and party and no one was tracking her and following her because she i mean it wasn't a thing back then and she was saying, like, I was able to make my mistakes because I wasn't in the public eye. And Britney never had that. So I almost wonder if, like, I don't know. I don't know what the relation point. is there. But I've always thought, like, she's so elusive. And maybe yeah. Madonna and her, like, she just is living her life and just being a human and doesn't want that pressure of the magnifying glass on her. Totally. Like, she doesn't even have a public Instagram. No. She, it's like crazy but yeah she could potentially be like such a huge thing if she actually did it but she's just kind of hanging out which is good i like it so props to her for merely being powerful and existing and my actual high fashion like visual moment uh for a video is which we'll get into later is jesse ware released a visual for what's your pleasure the title track of her album and it features a Madame X dancer slash choreographer. He's done a lot. I don't know how to pr- I think it's Nicholas Houchard or Hutchard, um, but he is dressed in like dresses and pearls and like does some kind of vaguely SM y things. And it's just like such a fierce, good video. Very high fashion. So, very into that, very into the album as we'll talk about. But those are my high fashion editorial moments. I don't have Do you anything. Have- you don't have anything? No. Uh- that's fair. <laughs> You've been head down working. I have. I feel like I was, you know, I was like, oh, what was high fashion this week? And I really don't think anything. Well, I'll give one for you that you were involved in that you might not know about is, and I'm only speaking from comments, so I can't say for sure, but Blackpink, who did a Fallon performance, um, wore what the commenters were saying were modernized versions of the traditional Korean hanbok. And I'm probably saying that wrong with their performance outfits, which looks pretty cool. So they like did a literally a high fashion editorial take on a Korean look. So, Hmm. which I think is like also meaningful if it's true, because this is their exposure to like Western audiences. So it's cool to like bring the culture anyway, give it up for them. The music video is slick. Yes. I guess that's probably a good transition into the new music of the week. So we'll kick it off with how you like that. 
So bring out the boss bitch. <laughs> I okay. Video is rich and expensive as fuck. They put all their money into it. Clearly, they've got the wings. I love a wing. Uh, very kill this love. Very very that. The last minute is fire. I think the like breakdown. That's Look at this guy. Bird's plane. However, as a lifelong blink, I feel as though they've kind of stalled in the formula a little bit where since like do 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 and kill this love they've gone this direction of like not really having a chorus but like a beat break and it's a little by the books at this point like by the numbers and i was kind of hoping for them to break out of that a little bit and especially because the last minute is so hype i was like oh you could have brought that energy the whole way through that would have been nice but it's not bad it's just i'm slightly like okay i think you've maybe found what worked and maybe are driving that to the ground a little bit but you know they just bring the energy and the charisma the nerve and the talent that i'm just like i want so much for them and like sour candy is clearly oh, the indication so good so sour so, candy yeah i want them to like still have their fun chant alongs and things and i just i don't think this was like my favorite that they've done but i still stand and they they did what they had to do with their Valon performance. But even then, like I don't think they were given the, their most exciting choreo that they've done. But the last minute is still like amazing. I'm rooting for them. I want them to have the best music. Their engagement is literally insane. They're mm-hmm. breaking records left and right. Yeah. Did they just break YouTube's record? Yep. For most viewed in 24 hours. Um, the premiere had like 1.5 million or something that broke the record for premieres. It's Their numbers are crazy. They really are such a moment and I want the music to match that because it was going so strong like that's why they were like so big is like boom and it, it was all so exciting and I just think I just need a little oomph I don't know well, that's my sh- you know some of our faves are not always known for having the best lead singles you know what there is that too because this is just a pre-release single taste of what's to come so you know it's like a little me against the music moment maybe oh oh you know what? There's a point. There is a point to that. You know, she's an icon, but she's, you know, not <laughs> in the top 10. You're right. You're absolutely right. So I'm going to patiently await what's next and hope for the best. And yeah, but Blackpink is back in our area, thank God. And the album is coming. So that's that on that. Um, what else happened? I'll just briefly, I'm not going to spiel a big spiel about this but jesse where well, you wrote about it on momos.com so i did write about it on promo yourself if you go now i did a full album review if you want to check out my extended thoughts but basically i think this is a fantastic album of the year contender for sure disco record slash dance record slash soul record so many influences from earth wind and fire to janet jackson to lisa stanfield to just a million it's all on my website because my brain is fried now but Basically, I believe that Dua Lipa, Lady Gaga, and now Jessie Ware have given us different flavors of dance records that are so good this year, and all of them got shafted, which sucks so much. But at the same time, they're also saving our quarantine. So I feel like Gaga is like the sugary, super blunt, in-your-face like club songs that are really fun and poppy. Do It is also a pop record, but it feels a bit more luxurious, I want to say. I don't know. It's like a little more like, I don't know how I would describe I'm not, sh- by the way, I'm not shading any of the three records. I love them all because I really do. But it's got a different feel. Gaga's is so like fast, literally yeah. fast. It's fast or, and cohesive. Yeah. And I think Dua's explores some different textures throughout, which gives it its own feel. And then Jesse's is super cohesive as well, but that's more like the sunset record or maybe, I don't know, a more sophisticated gathering. It could also be like a sweaty clubs moment too. So all in all. So do you guys love clubbing? <laughs> Are you dancers? Basically, this is our us saying we're clubbers or dancers. Uh, I'm not pitting these women against each other. I'm saying I love all those records for different reasons. And this is a fantastic dance record so this is for the girls this one literally it is (laughs) and then i'll just rapid fire through these queen of romanian pop once again ina oh this one's so good called nobody she does not fail she is the cascada of romania (laughs) she's just hit after hit a legend and icon i know there needs to be like an ina night 
So good. Friend of the pod, Tom Aspall, has put out a song called Tender, which is uh, about a breakup. That is excellent as well. Now, we normally don't stand men, but there are some exceptions sometimes on this pod. So Tom actually is putting out a very good record coming out, and this is one of them. It's called Tender. I like this one a lot, too. Oh, good. Very summery. It's a summer moment. I think that's Uh, where I was at at this week which we talked about on our Patreon episode about like summer and disappointments and things like that. There's been Mm -hmm. so much good um, summer music now and I'm starting to put together like my, um, I have a, um, what's it called? Songs I Wish I Danced To playlist. No, I have, um, I have a playlist called Poolside Chill Step Slayage. Oh. Um, It's basically for music uh, that is chill and um, for the poolside and slays. Yeah. That's that's a good one. I don't know why I felt the need to share that, but <laughs> a lot of that type of music has been coming out, and then I've been getting sad because I can't actually be at a pool, chilling and slaying. But you know, one day we will understand. <laughs> <laughs> um, what else? Uh, speaking of pride, well, actually, we didn't talk about pride, but we talked about gay. Yeah, we did talk about Pride. Queen Danny Minogue put out a re-recorded version of her 1997 hit, All I Want to Do. She did like a chiller, more dramatic, actually, like strings and drama version. She's an icon, but she's not somebody that you think about all the time. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. If you were here in person, I'd be choked out. Yeah, exactly. Danny and I go way, way back. I actually discovered her before Kylie Minogue with her record, Neon Nights. It's a long, long tale, but I'll, I'll get into it one day. She also released some remixes uh, with Ian Masterson and Friend of the Pod, Bright Light, Bright Light. And anyway, it's all a good Aussie pop moment for me that I'm most pleased by. I love the single art for this song. Oh, it's so good. It's, it's so, so like, stunning. Yeah, that that's like peak 1990s like pop bubblegum sort of visuals, like right? Like it has that 90s like teal pinks and like oh. yes. And she also in the video has like the corded phone. It's very Britney Teletubbies phone Rolling Stone cover. Well, all right, that Teletubby whole... teleporters to Mars. <laughs> very that aesthetic. God, Danny. So this song is legendary because didn't she follow Brian you this Higgins... week? Huh? Didn't she follow you on Twitter? She did, yeah. I, oh my god! Uh, definitely my fifteen-year-old self. Cried. I'm so happy. Who has it's, been it's like the person that you've shook and cried the most over? Is that it? Hmm. She's up there for sure. I don't know. There's there's several, but that certainly was a very seal the deal moment for me. It has to be Utada ultimately, but like Danny is very very high up there, and like I have like a framed postcard of her signature with "Hi Brad." You're I actually said "Yo Brad." I stand Danny so much, and that song's legendary. The the man who co-produced it, Brian Higgins, went on to be in the session for Shares Believe, and the reason that like that happened was because of Danny. So like Shares Believe was impacted by Danny because the success of that song led to him getting that placement with Shares Believe. So like then Share had her moment. So basically, Danny Minogue is the reason for Share's success. <laughs> Pretty legendary, if you ask me. I love it. <laughs> exactly. So there's that spiel. Now there's an EDM moment as well that came out. There is. Um, you know, speaking of my poolside chill step slayage playlist, this fits in perfectly on it. Cascade, who I feel like he's been all over the place in the past few months, sonically. Do you agree? Yes, it's been big house it's been right like last week uh, it was like boom 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 yeah, boom, totally. and this week it is slowed down emo edm yeah this one's so good and emotional it is really emotional and i actually think that this gets back to what i loved about cascade yep so i'm happy with it this is very um it's very strobe light seduction fire and ice which are like my favorite records from him. So very up my alley. Very, very good. Very good. I just want to hear Move For Me before my I die. Favorite song. I've yep. never heard it live. He didn't do it. Nope. I know. He needs to just get it together and play that fucking album start to finish. Did he do it at the Grand Canyon? I don't think he did. 
I don't think so. Is that not a fave? I don't know. I would think so. I thought that it was. He's released so much that he, I don't know if he like revisits it like your greatest hits or what, but. I used to have it in Power Hour in college. Mm, Yeah, no, I, it was on a college presentation I did. (laughs) Oh my God, it's so good. It really is. Summer 2021 goals. Yeah, maybe he'll do, when did it come out? 2008? Maybe, well, in 2028, we are going to the 20th anniversary Strobe Light Seduction Tour. Oh, Sign me up. Which probably will happen. I'm so down. If we're around, like, it will definitely happen. So, Ugh. ready for that. Anyway. Uh, I just had, so like, another concept. Oh, now I'm getting so many ideas. Nope, you can't. Like, a... Uh, continue. I'm going to get depressed if I start thinking of all these cool things that we could do. Well, those are all the new releases that came out. But um, some things are not coming out. <laughs> yeah, there's a couple things that are not coming out. <laughs> <laughs> well, why don't we tell everyone what that is? Yes, um, there are two albums that are not coming out. No. Well, soon. Yeah, we have no idea when. So, Miss Adele and Rihanna have responded to some fans on Instagram. So, I would just like to um, read these comments. So, Adele, um, someone commented and said, Albums coming out today? Question mark, question mark, question mark. And she said, Of course it's not. Corona ain't over. I'm quarantining. Wear a mask and be patient. I mean, thank you. Also, spreading the good gospel about wearing a fucking mask. She's got a point. First of all, it was never supposed to come out today. I don't know what that was all about. But also, I believe originally she said at a wedding party earlier this year, September. Now that was pre pandemic. So God knows, but it definitely wasn't this summer. So everyone just needs to settle in and roll in the deep because we are not there yet. That is true. Embrace the album when she's ready for it. That's right. She did not want heat from Jesse Ware. She said, I am sitting this out. I am waiting. She, no, she was like, I'm waiting for the black bank album. I'll do it after that. Like, do you think she's on it? No. Oh, oh, wait a minute. Oh my god, that'd be iconic. Oh, wait. oh my god. Black pink in your area and Adele. Yeah. <laughs> There's only one bet. Adele. And me. Oh right. Mood ring by demand featuring Adele and Rihanna. Good luck booking that stage that you speak of. Speaking of Rihanna, we also got a comment from her. Mm-hmm. So someone um a local commented annoyed we want the album and she said well this is a bronzer (laughs) iconic i mean that's a really good one shut it down shut it down you know what she's busy she i recently posted about she did a 15 million dollar donation amid black lives matter and also pandemic relief she but i mean before that she was doing millions and millions more donations and working really hard with her not only her foundation but working with like twitter's jack dorsey she's been doing things and it's like and she's setting up a legacy for herself with this fashion with the makeup the music she's building an empire she's literally building an empire and i think about it and i get so like impassioned because i'm like she's not doing like a cheap quick fashion thing she's like actually setting up an empire (laughs) like candies for coals i wasn't saying it but (laughs) Like, if you think about Love like she's these actually... jeans. Oh my God, we are going to get dragged because we were just criticizing everyone for making fun of Britney. That wasn't... I'm, that's fine, but right? Candies for Coles, I believe that's forgivable. But... Candies for Coles was beautiful. It was... It was really cool because it, it was faded. It was cool because it was faded. Literally and... faded after one season. Um, and the radar horse made an appearance. Oh, well, they did. <laughs> but anyway, I, I did that. Sorry. We're going to give Rihanna her time to come up with the album when she wants to, because music makes the least amount of money anyway. She would do that for what? Like, she's making fashion and makeup that's making millions of dollars, like, just from a complete business person aspect. It's like, music is the last thing that, and it's making even less right now in a pandemic. We stand a female entrepreneur, icon, legend, businesswoman, power bitch moves. Exactly. I wish I had uh, that on the soundboard. We need like 10 BB Rexa quotes added <laughs> immediately. This is for the bad bitches and the Rexars. Yep. The only one I have is the, this song was number one for 50 fucking weeks. <laughs> it's needed. What else do we have to add? Um, power uh, bitch moves. Yes. An icon. Um, yeah. Um, everyone needs to relax with 
the comments on everyone's posts. Although really everyone's posts, yeah. Maybe you know what I was that? thinking though <laughs> when I saw the, everyone spamming Rihanna's Instagram feed that never got attention back in the day that I'm going to call attention to right now. We're going to give it a moment. Mm-hmm. Um, Hillary Duff, when that person commented on her Instagram and said, new album, Bicked, <laughs> that literally we quote in our group chat for probably six years now. We have such specific inside jokes about such stupid shit, and that is one of them. Yeah. So there was an Instagram post, and I don't even remember which one it was, but someone commented, and it just said, new album, Bicked. As in, like... (laughs) This bitch spelled wrong. B-I-C-T-H. Yeah. And so we have used that constantly. And I'm like, no one's ever going to get this, because it literally was just one comment that is probably... There's no way we would even be able to find it at this point. Yeah. Yeah. But that's where it came from. So let's make it a thing. New album, Bicked. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> Unalopagetic, my new album Bicked is coming. <laughs> uh, well, probably that kind of wraps up the week. It's a lot of releases and non-releases. Yeah, that um, that wraps up Bingo Night uh, at the LGBTQ community <laughs> for today. Everyone, we got to turn in. We had our early bird dinner. We are set for the evening. It is four p.m. <laughs> You know, that's a fun concept right there. Um, a bingo night, but instead of bingo, it's LGBTQ. Oh, we can incorporate that and you have a concept. L2? L2, anyone? <laughs> oh, L6, LG6? Oh, wait, that's funny. Oh my God, literally LGBT. Oh my God. R9, B10. <laughs> LG6? Oh my God, wait, a pop album bingo. So, someone's going to steal and it. just like, B10? Where's B10? Nobody has B10. Wait, let's do a, um, a guessing game. Um, HM2. HM2. Heidi Mon. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. Um... LL3. God, yeah. LL3. Spirit in the Dark. Who else? I don't even know. I can't keep up. I can't keep track. No, not at this ripe old age. Anyway. That is all for this week of Legends Only. It's been a wild ride, and we hope that everybody at home is staying safe and sane and wearing your masks. Whether you're going to the store or to the park or to the LGBTQ community, make sure that you are wearing a mask and happy Pride. This is the last episode of June. Can you believe? I cannot believe but yes happy pride everyone um what a what a pride month it has been last year i was sitting at the javits center shaking my tits to kaigo and dancing to higher love on pride yeah and i was binge watching netflix with somebody i dated for the weekend (laughs) we were all so happy that day it's it's actually hard to even imagine how terrible things would soon become Oh boy. Well, here's to a cultural revolution and justice and a better, brighter 2021 and being hopeful for the future mm-hmm. because that's all we can do. And this year I'm celebrating 4th of July as in the Khalees song and not the holiday. Oh. So, Oh, we have to stand on that one. Should we do that next weekend? <laughs> yeah, let's definitely like promote that as the new meaning of the holiday right like legends only patriotic edition yeah fourth of july by Khalees. <laughs> concept talking about it let us know in the comments below do you love it we'll do it <laughs> i'll do it bitch i'll do this <laughs> all right thank you everyone for listening this week listening. and um until next time we will see you soon soon 
Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.